on. This is Lindsay and Maria. And, <laughs> and we are reviewing Teeth. Teeth, yes. 2007, yeah. the movie Teeth. Yes. Um, it is uh, based on the uh, legend of the vagina dentata, which was, uh, you know, the idea that women had teeth in their vagina, right? And, um, you know, they could they could activate those teeth at any time. So basically, it was kind of like an anti-rape idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So this movie deals with that with their main character. Uh, main character's name is Don, right? So we're just gonna run through this real quick. Run through the, run through the uh, clause movie. So Don um, is Before played by. I'm Before sorry? you do, do you want to yeah. do the uh, space? Hmm? You want to do the space on Twitter? Uh sure. We can try that. Okay. <laughs> Took some work last time, so. <laughs> right. We're gonna get it to work this time. Okay, um, let me share. Okay, so we're live on here. There we go. All right. Yeah. Okay, I see you're the host. Yeah, I just invited you to be a co-host. Hmm. I sent my request to sleep. There we go. Okay. See, that's the thing with this live thing. It, I can't mute my phone at all. It must come through my phone. Uh, try um just turning it down. I did. Oh, and it's still doing that. Yes. Weird. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, it's still playing. Yeah. All right, so you want to end it? Um, because I keep hearing myself through my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and end it. Okay. Twitter, you got to find some way to do this. Like, come on, there's got to be a way. Right. All right. Well, we tried. I guess we can try. Instagram live next week or something. I don't know. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I mean, we're just trying new mediums. It's totally cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So sorry about the interruption. Continue with your plot. It's all right. So we were talking about the movie Teeth. Came out in 2007. Uh, and just to go over the plot uh, pretty quickly here, it involves Don O'Keefe, played by Jess Wexler. And she's this teenager, very blonde, you know, just blue-eyed white teenager. Mm -hmm. um, 
he was involved in this um, pro-abstinence group, right? Yeah. Like it's not even like a sex education group. It's a waiting till marriage group. It's we all wearing the, these rings, these red rings to remind us of our promise to wait till marriage. You know, that your virginity is your most precious gift. You know, like it's the most important thing about you. And, um, you know, you just can't give that away to anyone, right? And so she's like very involved in that, um, very kind of naive, like people are jerks to her about it, you know. Um, she does meet Toby at one of these events and he's played by Hale Appleman. You, you've probably seen him in other things as well. And there's definitely an attraction there that he starts hanging out with her and some of her friends. Mm -hmm. And um, they go to like this swimming hole that has a cave that's supposed to be, you know, the make out spot, but they go in the daytime, so it's okay, you know. Right. 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 <laughs> and uh, and and she, you know, she's he. They, there's this attraction, but they're like, you know, we we can't do this because they're both in this purity thing, right? And then also at home, Dawn has her mother and her stepfather, who seem to be pretty good, loving parents. Um, but then there's also her stepbrother, who is not any of those things. Um, and it actually starts off with a scene between the two of them as uh, kids, maybe like six or seven, in like this. Uh, younger than that. Maybe six or seven, yeah. Maybe yeah. It could be younger. I don't know. It's not made completely clear. But um, they're in this like kiddie pool in the front yard. You know, summer's hot and everything. And he's splashing her. And she, and his dad's like, you stop that, you know? And uh, he's like, he just continues to be mean to her. And the dad gets upset about it. But the mom's like, just let it go. Cause you know, like she's a stepmom and she doesn't want to really cause that much trouble between them, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? Cause he's like, she's not my sister. And why do you have to marry her anyway? Blah, blah, blah. And so they're doing this thing that a lot of kids do is like, show me my, show me yours. I'll show you mine, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Except he gets a little too handsy, right? right? Now we don't we don't see this, but what we do see is that his finger is bitten, like the tip is almost cut off, and um, we don't really, you know, it's not really shown why that might be happening, right? Yeah, but it comes into play later. Um, so Don is in, you know, she's like trying to break up a Toby. It doesn't really work, you know. Mm -hmm. They're still very much into each other. And so she invites him down to the cave, right? And they're swimming and they're kissing and everything. And then he gets, he starts feeling her up and she's like, whoa, hey, purity, you know, not ready yeah. to do all that. And um, they go up to the cave and she's like, there's some sleeping bags and like pillows and stuff that's just there. Right. And this is supposed to be random. It, well, it's in the cave, so I guess it's not getting totally rained on, but it's right there with all the water. I'm like, it has to be holy. That cannot. No, I'm so saying good. it's supposed to be random. Like, oh, random. It, well, they said it was the makeout spot. That people, that's, people go to the cave to do stuff. Uh, so yeah, That makes it even worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are not clean sheets. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> but she's wrapping herself up in the uh, blanket and... Um, he comes up to join her and they start making out and then uh you know he's going too far and she tells him no and like she she says no mm -hmm. and then she says this is me saying no in case you didn't get it the first time you know right. 
and uh, he doesn't listen to her. He covers her mouth. It's a sexual assault scene, right? Uh, he he pushes her head back and it hits a rock. She kind of passes out, and so he continues, right? And as he's doing that, she wakes up screaming, and his penis is bitten off. He stands back, you know, he's horrified. He's got blood everywhere on his hands, you know, blood at his feet, and his penis is off the side, you know. He yeah. leaves the cave and is never seen again. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, Dawn is horrified because she doesn't know what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. They have this sex education scene at the school where they're looking at, you know, the genitals for men and women. A male and female genitals, and the genitals for the women are covered up with this huge sticker. And when you know it's supposed to be like the school or state policy or something, because it's it's like it's too we can't we can't show that even though this is a sex education class, right? But they showed the they, they, yeah you can show that, mm -hmm. right? Um, so kids are trying to remove the sticker, it just rips up the pages, like mm. so you just don't get to learn about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is like between this, you know, abstinence kind of like after school thing she's doing and then the sex education, like she's not going to know anything about her body, right? Right. And she's like a local celebrity too with the whole abstinence yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. The abstinence kids love her. Yeah. They're like, Don, Don, we love you, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but after this sexual assault with Toby, she she's going to another one of those events to host the event and she's of course not really there she's traumatized right between what happened to her and what happened to toby and she nobody's heard from him in a few days right uh, you know and she tries to give her usual speech but she can't you know she's disillusioned with everything that's happened to her and she feels directionless and um the kids start kind of like preaching in unison to her Right, and basically, what it is is an allegory for her uh, being cast out of the Garden of Eden. Right, mm -hmm. like you know, cast her out. She's 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 no longer pure. She's got to go. Right, so she finds no love, support, or refuge there. So while she's uh, still at that at that event, another uh, classmate of hers. Um, Ryan comes up to her and it happens really quickly. Uh, Ryan is actually introduced in the beginning of the movie in the movie and it happens really quickly where he's having a discussion with another classmate where it's clear that they're making a bet about Don. Mm -hmm. So, and then, uh, you know, a bet about, you know, who can get with her or whatever, which is very similar to like the bet you would see like an American pie, which had come out just a few years earlier or she's all that, you know. A lot of teen, a few teen movies would have that bet on a person, which was always like really just weird. <laughs> right, right. So this takes that trope and uh, applies it to Toby. And so Toby's, you know, he, they both Toby and and uh, the other guy were both like, just we're just so we're such nice guys, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Um, until they're not. So Toby like take picks take picks her up, takes her home. She wants to get out of the purity thing because she's been exiled, right? <laughs> and takes her home, and he tries to ask her out on a date with like a business card. <laughs> yeah. 
I think we don't really get a, too much of a good look at it. Uh, but of mm -hmm. course, Dawn is not in that space to like go on a date with anybody, right? Right. And she tries to tell him, you know, it's not you. But of course, he doesn't believe that. No. So she gets on her bike and leaves. He goes up to the house to try and talk to her because he's upset, right? And uh, his brother, her brother answers the door. Her stepbrother answers the door. And um, he punches Toby clean out. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and it's basically an ownership thing, right? No, you can't have her. I want her. Because yeah. he tells, he tells Don because she tries to have a discussion with him after hearing uh, her stepbrother and his girlfriend like arguing. Um, she he tells her, you, you know, I know you're saving yourself. I know who you're saving yourself for. You know, it's uh, basically he he lets her know that he wants to be with her, right? Mm -hmm. Which is in front of his girlfriend. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh as Toby's getting knocked out, Donna's actually on her bike. She she had left the house. And uh when she comes back, um she she wants to talk to her mom about what has happened, and she finds her mom laying on the floor, passed out, like you know, because her mom had been sick with something, we don't know what it is. And um, in the background, you can see uh her stepbrother and his girlfriend going at it, you know. And um, we find out her mother passes away and the girlfriend's at the hospital. Stepbrother's not at the hospital. But the girlfriend tells her, you know, we heard her screaming, but your brother said she does that all the time and to ignore it. Mm. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but in between time, Toby's like, you know, after she after the whole thing with her mother, she goes over to Toby's house, right? Because mm -hmm. she's like, I don't have anyone to talk to, you know. Um, I've lost, she's lost, you know, that whole purity group. Nobody at school really messes with her like that. Um, her mother, you know, is gone. She's like, I don't have anybody to talk to. So she went to Toby because Toby is the last person she talked to, I'm, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Toby's like, you know, she's trying to tell him about this whole, of a giant tata thing because she had also gone to the gynecologist right and to get it checked out because she's like i think something's wrong with me you know i just want to i just want to get checked out i've never been to a gynecologist visit before so she goes to the gynecologist alone her first time she doesn't know what to expect and the gynecologist is a man right and he takes he's listening to all of this like her inexperience with you know gynecological exam and it puts him in this place, of course, of power, right? So he decides he's going to use that to take advantage of her, right? Basically tries to stick his entire hand inside of her. And she is telling him to stop. It hurts. And he's like, well, you just got to relax. Just lay back and relax, right? And uh, he loses four fingers. Yeah. He loses four fingers. And <laughs> it's after this that Don goes to Toby and is like telling him, Hey, I think there's this teeth happening thing. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I killed people, you know? <laughs> he kind of like shrugs it off, right? He doesn't really address it at all. Right. And you would think that would be kind of odd, right? Yeah. But I think it's just trying to show that he doesn't really care. He cares about this bet, right? Yeah. So he runs her a bath. And he gives her like some anti-anxiety medication or something. 
Mm-hmm. And um, to get her relaxed. And then they're in the bed together. He's using toys on her or whatever. And he gets out a condom, whatever. He actually asks her for consent. And she gives consent. But the only thing about this is she's still drugged, right? <laughs> At this time. And the director, uh, Mitchell Liechtenstein, has actually addressed this point uh, um, after the movie came out and has apologized for that because, like, it makes it very unclear, like, what is really kind of happening, you know? But um, was he making a, was he saying it, it was unclear if she was high or what? Because they, they don't 100% well, say what she took. No, they don't say what she took. They just said it will relax you, right? Yeah. So she doesn't even know what she took. Right. But she's taking this drug to relax her. And if you are drugged up, you cannot give consent. Okay. Okay. So that was like um, void, like null and void. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, but he asked for it. So it's okay. But it's like, what are we doing? You know? And so they do, she's afraid, of course, that she's going to bite him and he'll die, you know, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't happen. Right. And she figures out, oh, it's because I gave consent and he's not actually trying to hurt me. Right. Mm -hmm. And she actually, they actually enjoy each other and everything. And then it's like the next day. Right. She's going to go back home. uh, But they start making out, start going at it again. And while they're in the middle of it, he gets a phone call from his buddy. He takes the phone call from his buddy to let his buddy know, yeah, I won the bet and I'm doing it right now with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is just like, why would you do that? Right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and she, she's horrified, of course, because nobody wants to be a bet. Right. And right. it's at that moment, he gets bitten. Mm-hmm. Right, because he lied and manipulated her into into all this. Right, mm-hmm. that was one thing, and it was completely something else. And um, when she gets up, from, <laughs> she gets up and gets ready to leave him after having bitten him. It's just so funny to me because she's just like very over it. Right. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, not again. You know, like I'm so tired of this. Like, <laughs> but also, yeah. I don't, I don't need to clean up this mess. Right, because. Right. She feels like they went through a whole ritual and she was cured when she gave mm-hmm. the consent thing. So when they did it again and she turned and it happened, she was like, oh, not again. Yeah, because that's part of what he uses to convince her. Because she does look Google vagina dentata. You know, she finds out about it anyway. Mm-hmm. And part of the thing they say in the movie is that the only way to get rid of it is like a, there has to be a male warrior who can conquer the mm-hmm. vagina dentata, you know. And he tells her, "Oh, maybe I'm that warrior, you know, because you know we went, we did it, and everything was fine." Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, there is no male warrior, right? right? This is what you have, and you know how you deal with it is up to you, right? Mm-hmm. It's at this point I think she realizes like. This is more. This can be a power for her, right? Yeah. Um, and um, we also get to see <laughs> some uh, a couple of scenes where uh, the doctor is like having reconstructive surgery for his fingers, and uh, of course they said something like he wouldn't tell the police anything, and then 
Um, Toby's getting a reconstructive surgery for his penis. And they're like, seems like a waste of time. <laughs> I was like, dang, doctor. Right. That was messed up. And then the other guy, he died. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been calling him Toby. His name is Ryan, actually. Ryan was the second guy who was, yeah. Okay. So Toby is the first guy. He yeah. died. We like when we never saw him again, he, yeah. he went somewhere. Yeah. He, um, cause she goes back looking for him and she says, you know, after a few days or however long it's been that his, his truck is still there and everything. Nobody's heard from him in a couple of days. And she goes back to the site twice. And the second time, like police are out there, there, and I think they hear. I think they say they found something. Yeah, yeah, they was pulling his um, body in the water. Yeah, so he um, bled to death, basically. Is what yeah, happened. yeah, yeah, and so of course, you know, she doesn't want to be a murderer. Like it's not right what she wants, but um, you know, it's it's that's what happened, and so you know, we go back to her. In the hospital, her mom has passed away. She finds out, you know, she had been in trouble and Ryan just ignored her and let her be ignored. I'm sorry, not Ryan, but her, her stepbrother. Yeah. Just let her be ignored. Uh, her stepbrother, Brad. And, um, you know, she's like, oh, really? Okay. You know, I, okay. All right. It's the last, it's the last straw. You know, she's mm. pushed to the edge at this point. So she decides she's gonna give Brad what he wants, what he's all what he says he's always wanted, blah blah, you know. Mm -hmm. She gets dressed up in this white dress, you know, this eyeshadow and lip gloss, and you know, she gets her hair looking very pure and virginal, right? Mm -hmm. And goes to Brad and you know, basically tells him, you know, let's let's do this pretty much. Right. And he's like so excited, he can't believe it, right? And uh, this entire time, Brad, his girlfriend, Melanie, when he's having sex with her, he won't have vaginal sex with her. Yeah. And that was a point of contention in their relationship. Yeah. And, um, you know, so they're, he's, he's, uh, they're engaged in coitus with each other, right? At this point, it's like, oh, God, oh, this is Pornhub, what are we doing? Like. <laughs> And, um, you know, he's looking at her and he's like super into it. And he has, you know, the finger that was bitten. He's like, you know, caressing her lips with it. And then he's like, oh, wait a minute. I remember how this happened now. Mm -hmm. And she bites him. Right? Yeah. She bites him. And the whole time his dog is in the room, like barking. <laughs> I mm -hmm. think the dog is like trying to warn him. Right. That's a good ass too. Like, uh, there's Something's up. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, but he doesn't care. So she bites him and then uh, holds it and drops it in front of him. That was the worst one. Oh, that was hilarious to me. <laughs> and the dog gets out of its cage Ugh. and eats it. Mm. Oh. That was so funny. I laughed heartily. Oh I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> I was like, that that one was too much for me. The rest of them I could take. But that yeah. one, it, yeah. Well, he treats women like dogs and he his dog like, you know, 
Because like with Melanie, he's he's mean to her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about any of her concerns. She's like trying to tell him how she feels about something. He just laughs at her. At one point, he takes one of the dog's treats and he's like trying to make her eat it. Yeah. Like he's the worst. Yeah, and it's weird. One of the things that you see in the movie pretty prominently are these two towers with smoke coming out, right? Like mm. some kind of power factory, some kind of power plant, some kind of nuclear, maybe something, who knows, right? But it's clear that this, this it's always pumping out smoke, right? Always pumping out some kind of chemicals or something. And these chemicals could be, you know, what caused her mother's illness. Mm-hmm. Um, these chemicals could be what caused her vengeance and Dutata, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, they do talk about um, mutation and like, um, oh, there's another word they use, but yeah. So you have those in the background that could cause that. But then also, um, that this time, like the phrase toxic masculinity wasn't quite as prominent as it is today. Mm-hmm. But it's also a metaphor for that. Yeah. Because it's everywhere, right? Yeah. And it's killing her mom, right? Yeah. M- Melanie is getting used and abused by it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the guys in town, except for her dad, seem- are trash on various levels, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can kind of like put that all together with that, with the uh, toxic plumes in the background that kind of like cover the town right yeah yeah i thought that as well um Mm -hmm. because we all know about those um nuclear plants that was really messing up towns and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, so causing cancers and all kinds of things you know effects and all that yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um so yeah so that wasn't that wasn't lost on me i did i did notice how prominent they were making that in the movie so they were trying to say something with that um, and make it a correlation to how these folks were acting, mm-hmm. which which makes sense. Um, it's just, whew. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the dog part that that last one, I was just like, this is gross. Because <laughs> I can take the rest of them, but I could not take that one. It was that a dog? Much. Yeah. The dog put you over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dog had me like one, two, three. That's enough. <laughs> well, after that, Don leaves because she has nobody else except for her dad, which I don't know. But then her dad, so yeah, I don't know if he left or something because he, the dad, does confront him, and he's like, "You need to leave. You have to go." Right, and uh, that's when Brad puts the dog on him, literally. Yeah. Um, but she leaves town and she's on her bike. Her bike, you know, can't make it that far. So she starts hitchhiking. And she gets a ride with this old guy who's clearly a creep and, you know, and like gummy and like sticking his tongue out and like whatever. And um, they stop at a gas station. She tries to get out. He locks the doors. Yeah. They're like going back and forth with the car doors. Mm-hmm. The locking of the car door. Right. And she kind of looks at the camera, you know, starts smiling like, okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Then turns back to the man like, sure, let's do this. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So she um, she definitely learned her power. Um, 
I did you notice how um what's his name? Jacob, the the stepbrother? Brad. Brad. Okay, did you notice how Brad uh named his dog mother? And then when yes. him, and his, um, him and his dad were going back and forth, he's and they mentioned his mother, and he was like, I don't know that bitch. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Right. Yeah, because I, I guess she died when he was a kid. So, um, so yeah, he was just like, my mom, like, I don't know that bitch. And I was just like, oh, yeah. oh well, all right. Yeah. He's so. the most, you know, aggressive and disrespectful and violent. And, mm. you know, yeah, he's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the actual worst. Yeah. Yeah. But. So this film is considered a dark comedy or a dark horror comedy. Yeah. I, um, I noticed that it was considered a comedy. I mean, not a comedy, but a horror. And I was like, it's only a horror to one gender. It's only a horror to people who don't ask consent. Yeah. And like are manipulative. Right. If yeah. we're not doing those things, there's no horror. Right, right. It's comical to the ones that are not doing those. But I was just like, that's that's kind of funny because it's it's really only it's really only a horror to one person. Because if yeah. you're a predator, it's yeah. a horror. <laughs> Right. It's like I wasn't scared at all with this. So no. uh, <laughs> so I'm in the clear. But in fact, how do I get these installed? Do I call a dentist or a gynecologist? Do they work together? You know, and then I also was thinking like you remember that senator? I think it was a senator where he said that um women have stuff um shut down rape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did he watch this movie? Or did no, he hear about this? Vagina Fatata or something like that. What was it called? Again? He had no idea what he was talking about. Vagina Dentata. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just like, maybe he thought that was real and not a myth. <laughs> he thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the true story. So, and it was just like that, that man came to mind because I was just like, yeah. That's the only way I could think that he can make a statement like that. Yeah. But um, no, no, it's not. It's not. Far as I know, it's not real. Um, it's it's not real. It's not like yeah. a, you know. I mean, maybe you could have somebody who had some. I don't know, but it's not really real. Yeah. But there are legends across the world uh, regarding this. So that part was true. Um, again, this movie does contain like two sexual assault scenes. Yeah. And then you have, you know, manipulation and stuff like that. And so you do want to be aware of that. They don't shoot them in a way that's supposed to be like exciting or engaging or anything like that. And they don't go on for long. Um, yeah. And they're not that explicit. No, they're not that explicit. Uh, it's it's mostly about you know uh, 
how they're interacting with each other, okay. not the sex part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then ugh, just thinking of when she went back um, to the cave and saw that whatever creature it was. Yeah, she went back to the cave. She saw, you know, the remains of uh, the guy's penis there being chewed on by a crab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what would happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you yeah, if you leave a body part around, it's gonna get ate. Yeah, it will get ate. Oh, that was just nasty. But uh, but yeah, but they do they do show that. Um, but what do you think will be a big impact, like, on this film? What do you mean? Just any type of impact, like it will leave on the general public. Uh, I don't know. The general public seemed kind of confused and didn't really like it that much when it came out. Right? Why would they? Why were they confused? Um, I think the horror comedy combination confuses a lot of people. Um, I'm not quite sure if that's clear in the trailer that this is what that's going to be. And then it is not often in movies and especially horror movies at this time anyway that you have uh, male identified folks who are the ones screaming and crying and bleeding. Okay. You know? so, and I, I watched a few reviews on YouTube about this. Um, a lot of them were not very good, to be honest. They were yeah. very surface level. Or it was like, this is so weird. This movie is so weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was definitely thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. um, They're like, it's so weird. I don't understand what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> I, I caught what was going on early on. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I think I tweeted about it like while I was um, live tweeting. I was just like, okay, so the ones that she doesn't want to have sex with are the ones that's getting bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I caught that way early on. So it, it wasn't anything that was confusing. Um, I can say weird because it's different. Yeah. But confusing. No, it was pretty straightforward what was going on. Yeah. I mean, they're not subtle. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're also not trying to be subtle. Right. Um, which is a criticism I saw uh, a lot of people saying, well, it's, it's very in your face. But yeah, they meant for that, for it to be that way. <laughs> but, you know, uh, there's also um, a theme that follows through of the story of Medusa. Mm -hmm. um, at when um, the main character here is researching Regina Gentata, she's also looking at Greek myths, and you see she's reading the myth of Medusa. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the myth of Medusa or not. Um, a little bit. Okay. So one of the stories of Medusa is that uh, she was a very beautiful Vestal Virgin, right? Uh, dedicated herself to a temple to remain a virgin, right? For her life. Was happy there. Uh, but then uh, Poseidon saw her and thought she was so beautiful or whatever and raped her, right? Mm -hmm. And Athena, who she had pledged herself to, I believe it was Athena, found out and to punish her, gave her the snakes, 
her hair, right? Mm -hmm. And the snakes will turn anyone to stone who sees them, right? Okay. I thought it was when she saw them, she turned them to stone. So it's when the well, see them? Yeah. When, when you see the snakes, you can turn to stone, right? Okay. That's your snake hair. And um, it could be snakes. It could be the eyes. It just depends on which story you read, right? Mm -hmm. But that's where she gets the snakes from. Is being punished for being a rape victim. In one of the stories, there are a few different ones. But there was also um, proof that in Greek, ancient Greece, they would use um, like a visage of Medusa as like protection for women, right? Like a symbol of protection for women. So you see her reading the book about Medusa. And then when she goes to get revenge on Brad, he's watching a movie about Medusa, with a Medusa character in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I only know a little bit about Medusa. Um, yeah. But, yeah. That... I guess that would be... I mean, there's a, a parallel idea that Medusa's ability to turn people to stone could also be a protection. Right, right, right. So yeah, so I can see I can see the parallels. Um, yeah. So what what do you think will be the biggest takeaway? I think just that how different it is. I think it's pretty well done. They only they only had a two million dollar budget, right? Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, um, and I think they tell the story very effectively with the budget that they have. Mm -hmm. um, now you don't get like a lot of character development for everybody or anything like that. It's a pretty tight 90 minute film, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which more films could do, right? You're yeah. here to tell the story and get in, get out, right? Right, right. Um, but I do like that it is funny. Right? Um, I do like there are, they do have some subtleties in there, but like the Medusa thing, right? Mm -hmm. And also what that smoke from those towers can mean for the people who live there. Yeah. Um, I did also like uh, Jess Wexler's performance as Dawn. I think she does a really good job from being that, you know, very kind of doe-eyed, naive person into someone who grows to be more confident in herself and having to deal with all these horrors herself, you know, um, Hopefully she gets the therapy she needs because she's woof, she's been through a lot, right? Yeah, in a short time frame. Right. Um, do you feel like the situation that happened with her and her stepbrother in the beginning may have led to her doing the whole promise abstinence thing? For sure, you know. Yeah, like she probably doesn't recall it the same way he didn't really recall it, right? But. I think he was just covering it up. He didn't want to tell. No, I think he didn't really remember what happened. You know, he knew something happened. He knew it was involving her with his finger, but he didn't probably just like fuzzy on the details until that moment where he was touching her lips. And he was like, oh, no, I remember exactly what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. But he was conscious enough to not have vaginal sex, though. Yeah, but he could never explain why. But he would have had to at least try vaginal sex if it was like according to him. But of course, I mean, but also for him, it was like it was it's his way. Period. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, because that's what that's what kind of confused me in regards mm -hmm. to him because I'm like, I can see why he wouldn't want to tell his girlfriend, mm -hmm. but I just didn't buy the whole he don't remember. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I think it. He had the fear, the residual fear, you know, and then yeah. also uh, he doesn't really like women. So. Yeah. Yeah, but. For him to make a conscious effort not to have vaginal sex, mm -hmm. and, and like what other like he didn't give an explanation, especially because they kept arguing about it. Yeah, they kept arguing about it. Uh, but again, he doesn't care about what she wants. I can get that too. I can definitely see him not, um, not trying to listen to anything she she talking about. I just. The whole thing of him not remembering, that's hard for me to follow because mm -hmm. of the fact that he's consciously making an effort not to have vaginal sex. Yeah, he is making that effort, but I don't think he remembers the details of what happened. He just doesn't even want to go there. But again, yeah. if he's growing up in the same high school that she is, like, he probably doesn't even know. Like, yeah. They don't know what the vagina looks like. So, you know, it's treated with fear there anyway right yeah yeah so i don't know i don't know that that one was kind of uh back and forth for me mm -hmm. yeah uh, definitely the first time i watched i was like i thought he remembered for sure mm -hmm. um but watching it again um you know in that last scene in particular you can see like the realization come over his face mm -hmm. and where he looks he's like, he's like hesitating because he's yeah. actually remembering all the details. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But um and and when you have sometimes, uh, particularly when you're a kid, uh well it could happen when you're an adult too. When you have trauma, you don't always remember the details. Yeah. Your brain will do this thing where it tries to protect you. Yeah. So you'll remember, you know, certain things. You'll definitely remember the way you felt, right? Mm -hmm. But you might not recall all the details of what occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just, and then like right before, right before he entered her vaginally, he like looked like yeah, he, he was looked. apprehensive. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but he, I guess he was just excited. I don't know. <laughs> No, I took it as he okay. remembered, you know, and he was reluctant. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Lindsay, your phone has gone out. I've gone out. You can't hear. Okay. Well, I guess it's just my show now, guys. Uh, but Lindsay will be back in just a moment. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. That was weird. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was for me, it was a lot of going back and forth about that point. So I was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. I can um, see what you mean though. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, why did you choose this movie? 
Um, it was just one of those movies I saw that really stuck out to me. You know, there I hadn't seen anything quite like this before, although there are lots of revenge movies per se. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, more of them are more traumatic than this one. Mm -hmm. um, like the way the scenes are shot are very different. So even though this was written and directed by a man, you don't really get like a lot of the shots you typically would. Um, like, uh, like particularly with a scene where she's looking at herself in the mirror, she's naked and looking at herself in the mirror. You don't get that kind of up and down look, that kind of um, camera shots that, you know, dissect the body into parts. Yeah. It's not, you know, her looking at herself in the mirror is not a sexual thing. She's, you know, so I think that's interesting as well. Yeah. You don't typically get that. Right, right. Although right. I would love to see this, like, be remade by a woman. That was my next uh, question. <laughs> uh, can you see this being remade in present day? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, think people are more comfortable with, in general, are more comfortable with the idea of uh, horror comedy or dark humor, you know. Um, I definitely I definitely think it could be, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see it going with, along with theme, mm -hmm. uh, present day. So uh, I could definitely see see that occurring. Um, we, we still have the same problems from 2007, so. Yeah, if not worse, you know, unfortunately. So maybe this could put some fear into some people to <laughs> not go there. Because that's what I was thinking of when I was watching it. I was just like, you know, um, it'd be a lot less people on earth had we actually had this type of mechanism <laughs> in our vaginas. <laughs> you know, like if we actually could, science get on it. Yeah, right. Like, come on, like what chemical do we need again? So, right, chemical S. So yeah, um, yeah. It, what did it, you think of the movie? Um, it was, it was entertaining. I'm not, I'm not gonna say say it was the greatest thing or, or and it wasn't the worst thing <laughs> but um it definitely was entertaining i was engaged the whole time but i did catch early on what was going on mm -hmm. so um they just pretty much confirmed it when she uh had sex with um the uh what was it brad brad no not brad uh Toby the one that sent, sent to mm -hmm. right Right. Yeah. 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 And he was so presumptuous. He looked like a ton of candles. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, what? What made you think this was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like they had a whole ritual, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. I do appreciate them taking that trope of making a bet on somebody as being something worthy of punishment because that's oh, yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate the fact that they showed us that it could easily turn like that. Like you can, mm -hmm. you can be with it and then change your mind instantly. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. consent can be withdrawn at any time. Right, right. So, um, 
Yeah, if this were remade, I would like to have a little more focus on Dawn's uh, reactions going through this, uh, a little less focus necessarily on the shock of the men going through all this pain or whatever. Definitely get rid of the of the of the drug scene, I guess, <laughs> or deal with that a little differently, you know. Um, but yeah, especially with everything we have going on right now, as far as like trying to change curriculum and like not talking about people who are LBG, LGBTQ in schools and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now, do you think that if they were to actually say, hey, this is um, such and such is used for anxiety, the pill part, you, you know, um, if they were to have said that, would that have made things better? Because I don't feel like she was quote unquote drugged. Well, I would say she was drugged because, I mean, he said that's what it was, but she isn't a bottle. She don't know what that is. Right. But I took it as he didn't honestly know what it was. He just was like, sure, this is what my mom take. No, I think he knows what it is. Right. I mean, if okay. he says what his mom's take, he had to go to the bottle and see it. You know? Yeah, but I mean, it could it could say any word on it, but he doesn't. It could say it could it could say anything on it, but at least he would know the name. She doesn't even know what the name of what it is that she's taking. Yeah, I get that, and but she trusted him, mm-hmm. you know. And I just took it as true. He just was like, "Yeah, this this one makes my mom feel better." So, but this part I didn't. I either didn't catch or I, I blinked and missed the box of toys. Is that mm-hmm. something he already had, or was that his mom? It seemed like this something he already had because he oh. seems to like live in the garage. So, uh huh. That's what yeah. it seems like. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, did anything surprise you about this movie? Um, the whole, the whole thing. I did. I went into it not knowing what this was about. So once I realized, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like you kind of, you kind of realize early on, mm-hmm. um, with the kid scene when they were kids. And I'm like, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> Cause I, I yeah. had no expectation on what was what I was about to watch. Mm-hmm. So I just knew it was a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, had that budget of $2 million and it only made, uh, what was it? 2.3 at the box office. Mm. Okay. So that would be a total flop. Yeah. Um, and I can understand why some people might not want to watch the movie. You know, you don't need to, you don't have to watch a movie that has sexual assault scenes in it. Like, nobody has to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can understand how the humor that's used could be confusing in those areas as well. Um, but it stands out to me because there aren't many movies you could watch with like men and think, oh, this movie is going to make them uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I can remember being a kid, like 12 years old in a movie, and this actress is doing something on screen, and I know that the actor she's working with, like in their roles, is going to be very upset with her about what she said or did and take it out on her. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like 12. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, being uncomfortable in a movie as a woman is a very common experience. 
Right, right, right. It's almost expected, in, in, depending on the genre. Um, but the opposite is can be less true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to, we're supposed to accept being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and so a man being uncomfortable is something different. You know, but a man being uncomfortable made me uncomfortable too. So I'm just uncomfortable. Period. <laughs> That's okay. Because yeah. I, that. I don't have that instrument, but I felt they pain. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> And see, I think that's probably one of the things they could have worked on because you really should be feeling her pain. Yeah. No, I mean, I get her pain. No, no, no. I I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying from the way the movie is made standpoint. Yeah. You should be more focused on that. Right, right. And I get get why you're saying that. Um, And that's probably why um, having a female director, if they were to do a remake, would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. You know, so that can be more of a focus. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, because you don't really have like for something like that to occur, you don't really have to zero in on their pain because that's just mm-hmm. automatically assumed, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I do appreciate them showing it. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, some movies would have shot away from showing that. So uh, we have a comment. <laughs> uh, Glenn says she ain't got no pain. She's the villain eating with their cooter, <laughs> eating things with her cooter. Oh lord, she's not the villain. <laughs> no, she wasn't a villain. She was assaulted. So mm. yeah, has she not? Been- it's the crossing boundaries. It's the not listening to her saying no. It's that. That's the villain. Predators are the villain, right? Right, and they're just getting, they're just getting their um, payback immediately, right? Instead of having to wait how many years with the legal system if it's even going to help you at all. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, um, I thought I I thought about that too. I was like, oh, but it's immediate payback. That's what it is. mm -hmm. It's immediate and permanent too. Mm, Very immediate permanent payback. Especially if you don't get to the doctor in time. Yeah. He says the doctor. Yeah, the doctor because uh, the doctor. Yeah, go ahead, Lindsay. He he uh he examined her unethically. Like he took his his uh glove off, he lubed his hand up, and he fisted her. Yeah, that was that was that that part's not supposed to happen at an exam. No, not at all. It's not how the exam works. And when you have pain, they're supposed to stop. Yes. Yes. He was trying to find her hymen and break it. Like, no. I don't know what he was trying to He was just sexually assaulting her because he knew she didn't know anything. Right. He was alone. Right. Right. And she didn't know no better because this was her first time. Mm-hmm. And that, supposed to be able to trust your doctor. <laughs> yeah. That um, reminded me of Hand It Rocks the Cradle. Mm-hmm. Have you, you haven't seen that, have you? I have, but it's been forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that that's what popped off everything with um, the Hand of Rice Writer because uh, the one lady that lost her kid, she mm-hmm. was married to the doctor. 
and the doctor was molesting his patients. Oh. And when he was brought, yeah, well, damn, right. <laughs> and when he was um the um the lady that was pregnant that had the baby, um, the main character, she was the one that came forward. So when she mm-hmm. came forward, all these other people came forward and he not only was about to lose his job, but he was about to go to jail. So he killed himself. And he killed himself uh, while his wife was pregnant. And so because of all that, she was about to lose practically everything. They brought her into a board meeting and lost everything, telling her that she basically lost everything. And so when she left the meeting, she, she miscarried. So that's the reason why she became the nanny to the lady. Right. I remember I remember that part, but yeah, okay. Not that yeah. Yes, that again. Yeah. Now when I saw the first time, of course, I was a kid, so I didn't catch all that. It had I had to get a little older to catch exactly what he did. But yeah, he was examining her and then he took his gloves off and he went up in her without mm-hmm. his and she felt uneasy about that and she reported him and then other people came. That is sexual assault. That is. That is. So, so yeah, so that scene just instantly, I was like the hand that rocks the cradle. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. Um, Yeah, so let's go go ahead and rate this movie. Yeah, let's go to our rating system. Um, We have one real trash AF, two, it exists, three, entertaining, Four great, five a true classic. So Maria, what say you? I would probably give this a three point five. Okay. <laughs> probably a four. Um, because it really, again, it really stands out. I think they did really well with the budget that they have. Um, they told a pretty concise story. Uh, Wexler has a really great performance. Um, the storytelling is very effective, right? So it's definitely something you're going to think about after you watch it. You know, if somebody's seen it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Like, it's not, you're not going to get fuzzy on the details of this movie. Um, I thought it was very funny and I thought it made a lot of good points. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. Um, I would give it a three as well. It was, it was entertaining and um, it did definitely get its point across. (laughs) So, yeah. All right, so that was 2007's T. So next week, do you want to go a little light? It's fine with me. Okay. So have you seen Martin Lawrence run till that? No, not run till that. Um, you so crazy. No, I don't think I have. Great. The left. It's a it's a movie. It's a stand-up movie. So like it came out in the theaters and everything, but it is stand-up. Okay. Yeah. So um so yeah, so Martin Lawrence, you so crazy. It's on um HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So we can switch things up a little bit and do a do a um stand-up movie. Okay. 
All right. So where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Valar More Dollars. See on the screen here. If you're listening, that's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. Um, also on a podcast called Nerdgasm Noir, where it's five black women talking nerdy stuff. So you can come join us there. Where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. I'm also on another podcast called The Ish We Talk, and we just talk about various um, hot topics. So, question. Where did you get your um, Twitter name from? Oh, well, Game of Thrones, right? Valor Margulis. Ew, okay. All Men Must Die, so I changed it to Valor More Dollars, All Men Must Pay. Cool. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. I always wondered that. I I watched, I did watch it. But yeah. So um, are you ready for the new one? Yeah, I'll be excited to see it. I'm glad Dan, uh, Dan and Dave are not handling it. So um, I'll be interested to see what, what they do. Yeah, they kind of screwed us. They, oh my God. So um, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they they messed it up so bad. Oh my god. Yeah, they screwed. I mean, have you ever had an experience of something being so big as Game of Thrones, and then it's like it doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Right. Like, I was so annoyed. I had a friend that kept, kept, kept drilling it in my head to watch Game of Thrones, and I finally did. And I um. I had to binge it all the way up because it was in, they was probably like in episode four by the time I got done mm. catching up. So I was with everybody the last couple of episodes and that ending, I had to tell him like, yo, you cannot, you cannot tell me to watch anything else. That was so It's bad. not his fault. He didn't know that was coming. He did not know that was coming. It was not supposed fired. to be. Fired. I told him he was That's fired. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, you were so fired. Nobody anticipated that, no, like yeah. at all. And when you go back and look at the interviews with the actors when they were asking them, "Oh, what do you think about this last season?" Blah blah blah. Like before it came out, mm-hmm. you can see they're like, <laughs> and you can tell at the end they just did not give a damn. Like <laughs> it was so like little silly. Like little silly mistakes, they just was like, whatever. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. Thanks for these millions, HBO. We're gonna leave that coffee cup in, okay? Like, right. And the water bottle. So, right. yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So um, next week we will be doing Martin Lawrence. You so crazy, which is like one of my faves. So, um, yeah. Um, Join us next week. Please leave some comments, leave some reviews if you have some suggestions. You know, yes. Let us know in a five star review. We'll definitely read it on air. Absolutely. And join us next week, roomies, for you so crazy. Yes. And we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.